Welcome to the Fantasy NASCAR Podcast. We're doing two things today. We're going to look at pit road data to help out with Richmond picks and picks for future races. And number two, it's an advertisement. This is really intense, cool data that I don't believe any of these other sites are using or taking advantage of. It's very important. And if you want access to this data that I truly honestly believe is going to give you an edge, and if you don't believe me, just sit right down and wait, and I will prove to you there is a strong correlation between pit road and winning and real rating. That's the number that matters. Now, how much you want to weigh that, that's up to you. I don't believe I really should have to convince you too much at this point. If I do, then you're listening to some of the wrong people. Because if you've been listening to me and listening to the Fantasy NASCAR podcast and Brandon Cruz, you know that Pit Road is the real story this season. There have been changes on Pit Road, but I'm not really worried about the changes. What I'm worried about is who's running well on Pit Road because I believe there's a strong correlation. We'll go through the data. Forget about the dirt road narratives and all these low package narratives and anything else you're being sold by other websites or other analysts or by the media or by the drivers. Sure, those things all matter, but this matters just as much. Let's get into it. So look at this data, and if you're convinced, Think about going to raceforthepriz.com, clicking on the red button, going to patreon.com slash DFS. It's patreon.com slash DFS. And on April 1st, sign up, start contributing, support the podcast, support the resources, support the tools. And when you support those creations, which I'm constantly doing and evolving and adapting, that's why I'm still around. I wish someone else would do this. I honestly, truly wish that there was a satisfactory spreadsheet or satisfactory tools or resources. I'm just saying satisfactory. They don't have to be that good, but there isn't. So I keep doing this and people keep buying it from me because there aren't alternatives. You just don't like your competitors. I don't like my competitors. I want to squash them. I want to crush them. And one of the ways is by proving it. I don't have to just talk. I will show you the good stuff. Let's look at the good stuff. So the hypothesis is that there is a correlation between being fast on pit road and being good in the races. Oh, yeah, you think? Yeah, I do think. And I know it seems obvious, but are you looking at all the pit road data before the races? Mr. It seems obvious. Oh, it's so obvious. Yeah, of course you're good on pit road. You're going to do well in the race. Okay, then why aren't you looking at that data? Do you have access to that data? I have the data. I've cleaned up the data. I've adjusted the data so that anyone that uses the tools and resources can quickly glean this information. You can see it on your screen. These freebies ain't going to last for long. April 1st, you're going to want to sign up and be one of the few that are looking at this. Let the rest look at finishing position. Let the rest look at average running position. All right, Fontana. So hypothesis, we're going to see fast pit times correlating with fast results, good finishing position. So we will sort by finishing position, and we do, and there it is. Kyle Larson, fastest on pit, one of the fastest on pit road. Austin Dillon, also one of the fastest on pit road. When people see Austin Dillon finishing second, they think flukes. They think strange things have occurred, and they dismiss it. Their lizard brains can't comprehend this. Their lizard brain can't question order, instruction, and think differently from the sheep. It's pretty simple. He was fast on pit road. Right, And that would correlate with, well, he didn't really have a good race, but man, I bet he was fast on pit road at the right time. Huh, you wonder. I wonder if a guy's really good on pit road, if he's going to consistently finish better than where his average running position is, consistently finish better than what the sheep are going to think. Boy, that seems like an incredibly good leverage play in Austin Dillon. Does that help you a little bit? Huh? How about that? Austin Dillon at Richmond. Not really his best track. He has gotten better at Richmond over the last couple seasons because of a tire test in 2017. 
if you're keeping notes. But if you're not keeping notes, then guess what? Some people just don't like Austin Dillon. Some people don't believe in Austin Dillon. And they're not going to really understand why Austin Dillon's running well this season. He's not really running well. He's finishing well. And he can finish better than probably his car. He can finish better than his ability based on fast hit crews. Here's where you get that data. Eric Jones, Daniel Suarez, Joey Logano, not the fastest in the world, were pretty good, though. Eric Jones had good track position and held that track position by having a decent pit crew. Uh, Suarez had some good restarts at the end. So I would say that's a pretty strong correlation. Right? I, got, I can't keep harping on this. The championship last year. Kyle Larson, how'd he win it? Fast pit crew at the end. Brad Kozlowski, how'd he lose the championship in 2021? Bad pit crew at the end. I mean, it's... It all comes down to pit crew, guys. You really need to start looking at this data. Look at Las Vegas this year. What do you think we're going to see here? Alex Bowman's pit crew's not the fastest, not the best. But the reason that he won, he was up front the entire time. They didn't really kill him on pit road. But you'll recall the reason he wins this race or he backdoor wins it. And we can find this in the data. We'll go to Las Vegas. And we just scroll to the last pit stop. You probably already remember this, but if you don't, you can simply see in the data that I have for you, if you have these questions, if you want to take it to the next level, if you really want to do next level DFS NASCAR research, then this is really the only website for you, raceforthepride.com. And a part of that next level research would be to look and see well, what happened on that last pit stop at Las Vegas. And let's see. No, I don't want to look at Bubba Wallace. Is it sort of the way I want yeah, there it is. So here you are. Byron, Larson, Bowman, they all took two tires. That's how they cycled to the front. That's how they won. So even if they weren't the fastest on pit road, we could also use the pit road data to see, like, look, again. Now, maybe they weren't the fastest on pit road, Alex Bowman and Kyle Larson. But this race was decided on pit road through strategy. That's another thing that you have to think about and you have to consider. Although it's very hard to predict who will take two tires or not, we can't step back and say the the race was mainly decided on pit road. The race was not decided based on your analysis of lap-by-lap data. It wasn't decided based on you taking notes from the previous Las Vegas races. It wasn't decided on all the other factors. Are you listening to Sirius XM radio all throughout the week or whatever it was that you did? The race was decided on pit road. Now, it's going to be up to you how much you want to weigh. Look, we've already looked through two of these races, and we've already seen a strong correlation. You've, you probably have seen enough data so far that says, I need to start looking at who's been fast on pit road before I make my picks, before you hit that final submit button, before you stamp and finalize your mass multi-entry cruncher. You say, maybe I need a little bit more of this guy because he's been good on pit road. And maybe I want only 12% of this guy because his pit crew has not run so well. And that's going to differentiate you from everyone else because they're not looking at this data yet. Yet. Soon, everyone will come to raceforthepride.com. Soon, everyone will gather in their masses on April 1st, year 2022 of our Lord, and go to patreon.com slash DFS and join the club. Mostro Scuderia, come be one of us, one of us. Support. You don't have to make any long-term commitment, but I'm sure once you join the cult, you will never leave. That's how cults work, right? You never doubt us. We'll keep you locked into the cult forever at Mostro Scuderia. Patreon.com slash Brandon Cruz. DFS race for the prize.com. You know the, the deal. Let's look now at Phoenix. What do you think? 
loyal viewer. Do you think there's going to be a correlation? Hypothesis says, yes, so far the data is looking that way. Now, it's just a correlation. Correlation uh, it does not mean causation does not, a correlation does not mean causation. But we are seeing a pattern, and that is a pattern you can put into building your lineups that's going to be a route that someone else isn't following. That's a path that you are now going to go down that others are not. And that will help you build different lineups, especially in your GPPs. Let's look at Phoenix. What do you think? You think we're going to see it? Because we've seen it so far in every race. Hmm. Yep. Ding, ding, ding. Look, no offense to Chase Briscoe. I've been saying this since he won on that Sunday. People want to go, it's dirt track narrative. Now, I am to blame. Did I plant that dirt track narrative earlier on in the season? Yes, I did. And there's something to it. There's a lot of different categories. There's a lot of different themes and patterns that you need to weigh in your strategy. But are you looking at pit road data? If you're not, you need to start doing it. Step two, how much do you want to weigh it? I would weigh it more than whatever answer you just said. Whatever you said, well, I want to do, okay, we'll do more than that. Double that, triple that. All right, now we're on the same page. Thank you. If I am helping you here at the Fantasy NASCAR podcast and raceforthepride.com and patreon.com slash DFS, think about being a supporter for at least a month. And also think about smashing that like button right now, subscribing to these videos. Is it helping you? It's got to be helping you. Who else is doing this stuff? No one else is crazy enough to go into pit data. People just want pick videos. That's what get the clicks. I'm wasting my time, but I'm wasting my time for you, the guy who really cares, the guy that really wants to get better, the guy that really knows NASCAR, the re- guy that really wants to feel like they have an edge and aren't just clicking on picks. I can do a five minute, here's the pick, here's the stat, here's the pick, here's the stat, here's the pick, here's the stat. Thousand views later, yay! I am not doing it. I'll do it occasionally. I can't, I just, I'm, I respect you too much. You can read a spreadsheet. Now I'm doing this one because it's kind of new, it's kind of fresh, and I want to open it up and introduce you to the spreadsheet. But most of the time, I'm not going to treat you like a child. I am not going to treat you like a child. I will treat you like a student, but not a child. You are probably an adult. The demographics say you're between 25 and 45. So, hey, I want to give you some respect. I'm not going to read a spreadsheet to you. You can do that. Don't let someone else read a spreadsheet to you. Don't let them treat you like that. Now, if you just want the pics, you're not here anyway. You clicked away. Like, I thought he was going to give me pics an hour ago. Finishing position, Chase Briscoe wins the race, has the fastest pit crew. Ross Chastain, fastest pit crew. Tyler Reddick, fastest pit crew. And I'm not doing this video to dismiss the talent of those three drivers. They are very talented drivers. Anyone who's watched NASCAR for the last five years knows they are talented drivers. They also have very good equipment, but they also have really good pit crews. We know that Chase Briscoe 14 pit crew has been awesome. Chase Briscoe almost won a championship because of this pit crew in the Xfinity Series. Uh, if you've listened to this podcast over the last couple of years, I've talked about that over and over and over in the notes, how fast that pit crew. I mean, I've gone every single race. But I think I did one podcast where I went through every single one of his wins and explained how the pit road crew enabled him to win that Xfinity race. Well, this is also the same crew that worked for Boyer, which was good. Now it's solely Chase Briscoe's crew. They're fast. They're fast. You have to know that. You have to, when you click on Chase Briscoe's name, or if you avoid Chase Briscoe's name, know that you are passing up on the best pit crew in the business. And there he is with the win. 
Give some credit to Chase Briscoe. Phoenix had been a track where he had absolutely struggled in the past. Now, you also couldn't really pass at the track. What are you going to do? Chastain, fast pit crew. Tyler Reddick, fast pit crew. Looks like some pretty strong correlation. All right, let's look at Atlanta. Well, they probably won't see any correlation here. It's a plate race, right? It won't matter. It won't matter. Well, I don't know. What about... I don't know. Let's just look and see. Oh, hey, there it is again. Now, why would this be the case? It's a pit plate race. You're, you're supposed to be good on pit road. Blah, 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 blah. Look, on a plate race, everyone pits typically under the same time, right? Everyone hangs on to the lead lap. Pit road is crazy at a plate race. So being fast on pit road is actually a pretty freaking big deal. It's very challenging to be fast on pit road when everyone is there at the same time. And this allows you to get up front where it's less crazy, where there's less chaos. So fast pit crew keeps you not just in the front, but also in control. If you have a slow pit crew, you're not necessarily in control and not being in control. Obviously, you're never in control in a plate race, but the less control you have, the more poor situations you're going to be in, the more poor finishes. That would be the hypothesis for that. It's just a hypothesis, but if you have a fast pit crew, you're more than likely in control of your own destiny and having just a little bit more control should lead to good results. Either way, that's a strong correlation. Not causation, but again, we're seeing the drivers that are finishing on top of the scoreboard were the drivers that had fast pit crews. And then look at Coda. Oh, well, but you know that pit road matters. It just does. If it didn't, they wouldn't have all these expensive pit crews. There it is again. Your winners of the race had very fast pit crews. Pretty, pretty simple. And then again, it doesn't surprise me that... Now, this number, remember, this is getting in and off of pit road. And it doesn't surprise me that Austin Cindric, a really good road course racer, was really strong at getting in and off of pit road at a road course. So there you have it. I hope this helps. This data is available at raceforthepris.com. I know it helps. So just to summarize, well, who would we probably look at here? Who's been fast in pit crew? Ross Chastain, he was great at Richmond last season. He has a good pit crew. Top of my list, Chase Elliott, second fastest overall. Hasn't quite got the results, but there's been various reasons why Chase Briscoe hasn't gotten the results, or Chase Elliott. And if we look at the last cup race, he was contending until uh, actually Ross Chastain runs into him and Chase Elliott backs up while on jack stand and that ruins his race. Elliott has gotten better. He is not the best though. Austin Cindric, something I wouldn't want to roster him, but um, no one else is going to want to roster him. So I could maybe talk myself into it by saying, look, he's got a fast pit crew. It's going to keep him in contention. Now, typically what I want to see from a fast pit crew, I'm really using that not necessarily to evaluate my value picks or differentiate between you know the mid-tier or guys that can get top 10. Typically what I want to use this data for is predicting who's going to get lap sled and fast laps or hog points because you have to have a fit it's hard to pass in the top 10 it's even more de- difficult to pass in the top five the surefire way to make movements in the top 10 in the top five and thus get to the lead is on pit road you should know that by now if you don't know that by now here is one of the bigger lessons that you need to learn in dfs nascar the best car doesn't always doesn't often walk through the top 10 it is very difficult to pass, some tracks more so than others. Richmond's not going to be easy to pass in the top five or in the top ten. It's going to be very challenging in Richmond to pass inside the top five and many other short tracks. The surefire way 
to take the lead at Richmond or a short track or most tracks is to do so on pit road. And doing so means that driver will lead laps. That driver will run fast laps. So when I look at pit road data, what I really am focusing on more so than can the guy have a good day or more so than can this value driver have a good day. It's trying to look at those guys at the top. You've been in this position every single week. Which guy at the top is going to lead laps? Well, he could lead laps. He could lead laps. He was fast in practice. He's been fast and fast. He's having a good season. And you're looking at all these different factors and all these different stats. And it's coming into clock time or whatever time it's you decide to put in your lineups. And you're like, oh, Truex, I like him a lot at this track. Or Kyle Busch, he's been pretty good here. And you can't decide. You just can't find something that breaks the tie or at least changes your ownership between the two. Well, Maybe you look at the pit road data. Not maybe. You look at the pit road data. This probably should be part, maybe the first thing that you look at before you're looking at anything. At least imprint this into your brain. Kyle Busch, outstanding at pit road this season. You're going to have a at, at Richmond. These guys all were good last season. And if you watch the previous video, I can tell you why they, Chastain is good, period. He has good race. He doesn't win the race, but no one would expect him to lead laps. That's a clue, though. No one would expect him to lead laps. Is anyone expecting him to lead laps this time? Maybe kind of because he's run pretty well, but people still probably aren't buying the Ross Chastain hype train. He's pretty good. He was good at Richmond last season. He's been pretty good this season. Hey, hey, he's got the pit crew. So do you believe that Ross Chastain could be a fifth-place driver? Ask yourself that question right now. Do you believe that Ross Chastain could be a fifth-place driver? Okay, the answer is yes. All right, now you're like, well, I don't know if we can get from fifth to first. There are some really good cars there. It doesn't matter. Yes, there's probably going to be Kyle Busch in fourth and Joey Logano in third, maybe Denny Hamlin, maybe more than likely. Um, who, who am I blanking on? The other elite Richmond driver, Denny Hamlin, Joey Logano, Truex. It was Truex probably. But yeah, those guys are all better than him. JGR was amazing at Richmond last fall. That's true. But I don't need him to pass them. I need them to get by them on pit road. And having the best pit crew, A, that might kind of be a thing. And most people are not going to go down that route. Unless, of course, they're watching these videos. Then, But I don't have, not that many people watch the videos. You can see how many people view these videos. Watching this video is going to give you an edge just because I'm off on planet Pluto. And yes, it is still a planet. So, you know, now if you watch a video that gets thousands of views, then yeah, you're going to be following the sheep. <laughs> it's kind of catch-22. <laughs> I would like to get thousands and thousands of views, but then I kind of lose some of the uh, the differentiation appeal. What are you going to do? So it goes. Uh, Byron's been fast on pit crew. Bowman, Chase Briscoe. You'll notice all these guys have wins and are always right there to lead laps and to run fast laps. Uh, the pit crew is kind of helping. And Truex is coming into a track where he's been awesome, and he has a fast pit crew. Something to look at. And it helps you explain, like, oh, why Swerve's kind of doing a little better this year here and there? Because his pit crew is one of the tops in the league. Look at it. Use the data. It's Look, it's not the end-all, be-all. you got to do all of your other research. you got to do all your other homework. you got to look at all the other data points. But this video is to encourage you to start bringing this into your process and weighing it and allowing it to influence your picks 
more and you can get this data because I'm not going to do this video very often and, and put this data on the screen. You get it by going to raceforthepriz.com and going then to the red button and going to patreon.com slash Brandon Cruz DFS. And on April 1st, 2022, the year of our Lord, you can then submit willingly to process your credit card or PayPal payment or whatever to us. And then you can start getting all these goodies. Or you can just do it because you want to support the content. You appreciate it. You don't have to do it forever. But I think if you join the cult now, you'll just stay with the cult. Thank you for joining me. It's been another wonderful Fantasy NASCAR podcast. I, Pierce Dietrich, will be the most viewed fantasy racing analyst. I, Pierce Dietrich, will be a top-selling Amazon author. I hope that you're having fun so far. I hope this data is helping. And um, if I offended my competitors, then nah, they're not offended. They know that we're in competition. We know this is war. And I want to squash them and crush them and bring everybody over to raceforthepriz.com. That's why I put in all this work. That's why I collect all this data. I wish someone would go toe-to-toe with me. And someone would push me in terms of collecting data. But most people just quit and just sign up for my spreadsheet. Most people in the past have said, look, why not just buy the spreadsheet from him and then not have to do it on my own? I've seen it. And that's good. Look, if I can convince those guys, then I should be able to convince the people, you know, the regular Joe, that this is the way to go. This is the way. Um, that'll do it, guys. Thanks. Trip the lights, fantastic.